Welcome to the very first episode of True Story Tent. I'm your host, Abdullah Al-Ma'wali. Um, so, um, I don't know where to start. So it started... Um, so we entered and... It's the worst and the dumbest thing I've ever decided to do. I don't know, I mean... And that was kind of like the hammer on the nail. I feel it, I feel it. <laughs> I'd like to begin by telling you a little bit about what True Story Tent is and what this podcast will offer. We began in early 2018 with our first True Story Tent gathering in Masqat Oman. I wanted there to be a space for people to get together to share true personal stories from their lives. I was inspired by listening to podcasts from the US. Storytelling podcast. Welcome to the Moth Podcast. This is Radio Laos. This is American Life. It's the TED Radio Hour. I often find myself empathizing with people and situations that I never even thought of before. I'm constantly gaining fresh perspectives from the unlikeliest of sources. But of the hundreds of stories that I've heard, it's rare to hear stories from people who are from the Middle East. And that's to be expected. I mean, after all, these are American podcasts. If I wanted to hear stories from people in the Middle East, then something must originate from the region itself. I spent several years waiting for someone to do something about this, but I grew tired. So in 2018, I got a few of my friends together and told them to prepare stories that they would like to share, and they did. We held our first gathering and it was amazing. Real voices from the region, finally. Thank you. We held several gatherings since then, and this podcast is an attempt to get these stories out into the world for everyone else to hear. My takeaway from all the stories that I've heard at True Story Tent so far is that we're every bit as human as anyone else. And I know that may seem obvious, but it's not until we hear these sometimes deeply personal stories from different types of people in our community that we truly begin to understand that the differences may lie in our culture and upbringing, parts of which we embrace while others we battle with, but ultimately, the core of our wants and needs are as every bit human as anyone else. So perhaps together with our stories, we can make a tiny dent on how Arabs and Middle Easterns are perceived by the rest of the world, perhaps. But really, if the stories we share could touch, inspire, or help someone else in ways that only a story that originates from the same cultural upbringing could resonate, then all of this would have been worth it. <sighs> okay, now let's get to our first story. When I put together the first gathering with my friends, I thought it would only be appropriate to begin by sharing a story myself. It's scary standing in front of a group of people and opening up a part of yourself. So in today's episode, I think it's appropriate to do the same and share with you a story that I told in one of our gatherings. Here's a bit of a setup. It was the 23rd of July, my birthday, when we held this gathering. My sister took the mic and announced to the audience, It is Abdullah's birthday. So, I would like everyone here, and you please, to stand up. And everyone, we're going to sing Happy Birthday for Abdullah. You want me to start rapping? Like the rest? Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy it was the end of the evening, and at this point, I thought I would share a story with the audience of what happened in my birthday the year before. Here we go. Okay, so today, as you know, is my birthday, obviously. So I would like to tell you a story of what happened in my birthday last year. So exactly one year ago. Uh, my mother is in the audience. Thank you for coming. <laughs> so you're gonna, go, you're gonna find some stuff out now that you didn't know before. I'm just saying, yeah, brace yourself. 
okay, so for the last two years, I've been, I traveled during my birthday. I wasn't in the country, and I've been doing a lot of traveling for the past two years. Two years ago, I was in um, Indonesia, and last year, I decided I was going to go to Greece and spend my birthday there. So I arrived a, f a week before my birthday, and I thought, during my birthday, I want to be in this island called Krita, because I heard a lot about it. It's uh, the largest island in Greece, um, the 88th in the world. And it has this mixture of the Ottoman Empire and the Roman Empire, and it's just beautiful, and I really wanted to be there and explore it on my birthday. So I thought, I'm going to arrive there the day before my birthday so that I can spend my birthday exploring the city while I was there. So I take uh, a ferry from Athens, which takes about eight hours to get to Krita, and I take a bus that takes me to town. In that bus, I sat next to this guy, uh, he looked like a backpacker, beard and all that. Um, but we didn't speak, I just said hello. And I arrived to town, I opened up my GPS and looked for my hostel and I decided to walk towards my hostel. I check in the hostel, a few minutes later, this guy comes in, I'm like, hey, I was sitting next to you in the bus. He's like, yeah, so we get to know each other. He's like, my name is Hans, I'm from Denmark, I'm Abdullah, I'm from Oman. And as you do with hostels, which is why I love staying in hostels, it's so easy to get to meet people and make new friends. Everyone there, most of the people there are traveling on their own and are willing to chat with you. Unlike if you're traveling alone and you stay in hotels, it's very difficult to actually get to know people. The next morning I wake up and it's my birthday. Uh, so I wake up and uh, the first person that comes in is Hans, who I met yesterday. And Hans is like, hey, what's up? What are you doing today? I'm like, I don't know. It's my birthday. Uh, and I haven't decided. All I know is I'm going to rent a car and maybe I'll explore the island. He's like, oh, cool. You know, um, there is a beach close by here. You can check it out. I'm like, okay, do you want to join? He's like, yeah. We go, me and Hans, and we pick up the car. And so I asked him, what are you doing here? What, you know, what brought you here? And he's, uh, he told me this amazing story that he lived in Krita about a year ago. And um, he f met a woman and he fell madly in love with her and lived there for, I don't know, about five, six months until they broke up. And he left and ever since he wanted to come back. So his plan was to come back, work in the hostel that we're staying in, and rent an apartment while he tries to figure out how he can win her over. That was, that was his thing. And this guy was like 31, 32 years old. So it's like, cool. <laughs> sounds, sounds awesome. Um, he's like, I'm going apartment hunting later. I'm like, can I join? He's like, sure. <laughs> it's a good way to explore the city. So we rent a car and we go to that beach that he was talking about. And as I was sitting on the beach, we're having breakfast. I see at a distance a woman laying in her back, and it seemed to me like she didn't have a top on. So I look at Hans, I'm like, uh, is that woman uh, naked? Uh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like, why? I'm like, I don't know, I'm from Oman, we're not used to, we're not used to seeing this. And he, you could see that he's amused, he's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, there is a nude beach on the other side of the island, by the way. I was like, oh. <laughs> And he was like, do you, do you want to go? I'm like, ah. I, I, I don't know, I mean, but it's my birthday and it's only appropriate to be in my birthday suit, so. Let's go, I have a car, let's do it. 
So we drive to the other side of the island. It's this most beautiful drive up the hills and just, you know, Greece. You've seen the pictures. We finally get to the other side of the island uh, and we approach this beach, which is supposed to be the new beach, and we get in there. And all I see is a, a sea of white, old, naked people. <laughs> it's the sea covered. So. So Hans leads the way, he, like he knew what he was doing, and I followed Hans, and he went to the other side where you can rent these sunbeds. We get, we rent two, and I'm, I'm nervous, he can see it. I'm like, I don't know if I wanna do this, man. Like, I'm not comfortable with this. He's like, it's cool, just follow my lead, just do what I do. <laughs> so he literally just went, boop, boop, and <laughs> naked. <laughs> and he just walks to the ocean. I look around, and I'm the only brown guy there. And he's gone already, so I was like, okay. Just took off my shirt, took off my pants, and just quickly like made my way <laughs> to the ocean. But once you're in the ocean, you're fine. No one can see you, you're cool. So, so I thought I'm just gonna stay here for a while. But then Hans wanted to go out, so he went out, and I was left there alone, and I was like, I guess I should go out now. And so I, I made my way to the sunbed naked, and I get there, and Hans is laying on his back with all his glory. Letting the sun bathe, bathe him. And I sat there for a while and I'm like, I might as well try to do the same. So I did. And so there I was. I'm sorry, mama. <laughs> so, there, so there I was with nothing on and five minutes, ten minutes passed. But then something weird happens. I was like, this is kind of liberating. This, this is not bad. <laughs> Like, I am naked right now and no one cares. This is quite nice. <laughs> we, it was time to leave and um, so we drive all the way and that was, you know, we, I had that naked experience. We get back to the hostel and I get, to meet, uh, I get to meet all of the people that I met last night in the hostel and I was telling them about my day and I told them that it's my birthday and they were excited. They're like, okay, so we're gonna go out tonight, you know. Like, okay, sounds like a plan. And so we're getting to know each other and it's loud, people are laughing, it's crazy. And I receive a text message uh, and it was from my cousin, Faris, who was here today. And he, this text message said, um, I have bad news. Do you want to hear it now or should I wait till tomorrow? Because he knows it's my birthday. I'm like, tell me now, of course. Like, how can I wait till tomorrow? And then he told me, uh, Babu, which is my grandfather, passed away. So it didn't register and people are talking and it's loud and their voices were mumbling to me. So I got out and um, I decided to call him just to make sure. I don't know, he's crazy sometimes. Maybe he's just making shit up. I call him up, but he's like, yeah, he passed away. You should call your mom. So I called my mom um, and I was expecting her to be sad or, you know. I call her up and I hear, hello, Habibi, how are you? How is everything? And the first thought that came to mind was like, is she pretending that everything is okay just so that my, my birthday goes smoothly? I know it's stupid now, but that was the first thought that came to mind. Like, why is she acting like everything is normal? So I was like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm okay. Why? What's up? I'm like, are you sure you're okay? She's like, yeah, what's up? Andale. Hey. <laughs> Isn't that what people do in Greece? They break plates. It's very appropriate. Like, are you, um, are you sure everything is okay? And she's like, what is wrong? I'm like, have you not heard of anything? She's like, what is wrong? And I told her, I couldn't tell her. I'm like, call Uncle Saeed, which is her eldest brother. 
which is Faris's father. Call Uncle Saeed. She's like, why? What happened? Call Uncle Saeed. Why? What happened? And I just shut the phone. I'm like, I, I, I did not expect this. You know, I freaked out. And uh, I waited for a while, and I waited outside of the hostel. And then Hans comes down, and he noticed that there was something off. And he's like, uh, is everything okay? I'm like, um, I just found out that my grandfather passed away. And that was the moment, the first moment that I actually felt tears come to my eyes. Maybe that was the first moment I actually realized what happened, you know? Um, but I told him, I just need to know that my mother is okay, and I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You just leave me. I'll be okay. So he leaves, and then my mother calls back, and she was hysterical. I've never in my life heard her. This, she's a very strong woman. She raised us. She's like my father and mother all at once. I have never he heard her that broken ever in my life. So I, 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 she, she was hysterical, crying, and then she turned off the phone, and I started panicking. I thought, I'll wait a little while, and then I'll call her back to make sure that she's okay. So as I was waiting, I couldn't go back up to the crowd. I thought I'm just gonna walk in town. And this is the moment right before sunset. Uh, the sun is glowing, orange, gold. People were walking in the streets with their children and couples and lit people playing music live. And it's one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever seen. All the while, I just found out that my grandfather passed away, and there I was strolling in the street trying to pass time till I could call my mother again. So it was, a, it was conflicting, to say the least, you know? I didn't know what to feel. Here's this beauty, and here's this news that I just got. I thought I'll stop in a cafe and call her up. Uh, she didn't answer. I started to panic, contacted my sister. Uh, she said she couldn't reach her. I walk back the whole time trying to call her. Finally, I was able to get through. And um, I found out that she's with her friends and that she's okay. Uh, the problem is, the next ferry back is the next morning and you can't book anything that late in the day. So I couldn't do anything for the, whatever was left of the day. So I spent the rest of the day, I went back to the crowd. They didn't know what happened. But the moment I went back there, Everybody went, happy birthday, and they got me a gift, and they were so excited, and I have. Everyone in the hostel wrote happy birthday in their language and wrote the country that they're from, which I have till today, from Krita. You have Poland, Germany, Serbia, Finland, Denmark, Romania, Israel, Portugal, Greece. So, what do you feel at that moment? I don't know. Like, what do you feel? You're happy, but you're not. But you're grateful. So I spent time with them. I promised them I would go out with them, and I did. I didn't want to ruin this for them. So we went out for dinner, and we're eating. They were drinking. They were getting more excited. But I was not listening, really. I wasn't with them. So they wanted to go to the next spot to continue partying, and I was like, ah, I think I'm going to go back home. And I did. The next day, got a ferry, 24 hours, more than 24 hours after getting the news, I was finally able to make my way home and spend time with my family. Uh, the I mean, it's amazing uh, the people that you meet when you're traveling, uh, the kindness of people, people who don't know you, you know, who 
who are so open to share parts of their lives. This guy, Hans, he didn't have to tell me about his story. He didn't have to make himself that vulnerable, but he did. He trusted me with it. These people didn't have to go and put in the effort to get me gifts and a card and all, but they did. They had no reason to do that. So despite what had happened that day, I look back at it in a weird sense of like, it was, it was bad news, but it was a good day. And uh, I don't know how to reconcile with that, but uh, that's what it was. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all for coming, and thank you for sharing your stories. Uh, we are at True Story Tent on Instagram mostly. If you want to share a story, please do get in touch. If you want to help out in any way that you could, if you have any special skills, please reach out. Um, my name is Abdullah Al Ma'wali, and thank you all for coming. If you're wondering what happened with Hans, if he ended up getting back with that girl, I wonder that too. He wasn't on social media and I have no way of getting in touch with him. Either way, I wish them both the very best. This episode was produced by me, Abdullah Al Ma'wali. You can find me on Instagram at WanderingBrownGuy. We have a collection of beautiful stories told by wonderful people that we can't wait to share with you. So we'll see you next week. <laughs>